It's Wednesday, November 10th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Pfizer asked U.S. regulators Tuesday to allow boosters of its COVID-19 vaccine for anyone 18 or older, a step that comes amid concern about increased spread of the coronavirus with holiday travel and gatherings. Pfizer is submitting early results of a booster study in 10,000 people to make its case that it's time to further expand the booster campaign. While all three vaccines used in the U.S. continue to offer strong protection against severe COVID-19 illness and death, the shot's effectiveness against milder infection can wane over time. Pfizer's new study concluded a booster could restore protection against symptomatic infection to about 95%, even as the extra-contagious Delta variant was surging. Side effects were similar to those seen with the company's first two shots. According to the current rules, people who initially received Pfizer or Moderna vaccinations are eligible for a booster six months later if they're 65 or older, or are at a high risk of COVID-19 because of health problems or their job or living conditions. Around the world, a UN special envoy for Afghanistan on Friday questioned the Taliban's commitment to a political settlement, telling the UN Security Council the war has entered a deadlier and more destructive phase with more than 1,000 civilians killed in the past month during a Taliban offensive. The Taliban has stepped up its campaign defeat the U.S.-backed government since April as foreign forces complete their withdrawal after 20 years of war. The Taliban captured an Afghan provincial capital and assassinated the government's top media officer in Kabul on Friday. Peace talks between the Afghan government and the Taliban negotiators started last year in the Qatari capital of Doha but have not made any progress. UN Security Council has the ability to impose targeted sanctions on Taliban individuals or entities who constitute a threat to the peace, stability, and security of Afghanistan. Back in the U.S., Supreme Court justices weighed a condemned inmate's argument that federal law protecting religious exercise entitles him to his pastor's touch while Texas puts him to death an act the state contends risks disruption while it carries out the execution. John H. Ramirez was convicted in 2008 of fatally stabbing Pablo Castro, a convenience store clerk in Corpus Christi, Texas, during a 2004 robbery. Justice Clarence Thomas raised concerns Tuesday about inmates gaming the system by asserting dubious religious claims that served to delay their executions. Under the Federal Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act, Prisons may not enforce policies that substantially burden an inmate's religious exercise unless they are the least restrictive way to achieve a compelling government interest. And U.S. astronauts are now expected to return to the moon in 2025 instead of 2024, with NASA Administrator Bill Nelson describing the earlier time frame as unrealistic for technical reasons. NASA has been preparing to send two astronauts back to the lunar surface as part of its Artemis moon program, with the Trump administration previously setting a goal of landing them there by 2024. In a briefing Tuesday, Mr. Nelson questioned whether the original time frame for returning people to the moon was ever viable. 
Mr. Nelson also said the agency had lost time in part because of COVID-19 related delays and because of a lawsuit that Jeff Bezos Space Company, Blue Origin, filed challenging NASA's decision to award a single contract for a moon lander system to the rival SpaceX. During the suit and an earlier administrative protest by Blue Origin, NASA paused its work on the lander, although SpaceX continued to work on the vehicle, officials said. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.